Hello and welcome to How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And today we are going to talk about something kind of fun, something a little interesting, a little off the normal topic, a little bit. Um, Do you touch your face? Bite your nails? Do you maybe pull on some hair? Do you chew on the inside of your lip? Do you juggle your leg incessantly? Do you mess with your eyelashes every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do all these things. (laughs) (laughs) You might have a stem tick. Yay! So, what we're talking about today is stimming, or ticks, or habits. Also, kind of, they have many names, but they have also equally many descriptions. These are the things that you do that you may not recognize that you do. So we have all seen the stereotypical, uh, what media would assume is the autistic person and that their stem would be flapping their hands or hitting their face Mm -hmm. in a repetitive way. Um, But a lot of people don't realize that people with ADHD stem and often even people that are supposedly neurotypical Mm -hmm. also can stem. So... Stimming is a repetitive or unusual movement or noise. So you can have a verbal stim too. Like if someone's like bubble and then your friend's like bubble, 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 bubble. Or a lot of uh, things of just like your standard beatboxing when you're just like sitting there just doing nothing. Just a little bit of... mm. A little bit of something like that where you just randomly decide to just make some noise or perhaps talk to yourself while you're doing things. Yeah, it's usually you do it... Without thinking, um, when you're overstimulated. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like for you, Chris? For me, it's a combination. Um, I've actually had a habit tick uh, my entire life, basically, mm-hmm. that I used to be worse with, but I have since gotten it down to just one thumb. I pick my thumb with my nail. Now, when I say I pick my thumb... I dig into the cuticle in the center of my nail with the other nail. This created what is known as a habit tick deformity in the middle of my nail that I only found out was a thing this year. Huh. Such a bizarre discovery to make where I've, it's something I've done literally. I think I started when I was four or five years old. Hmm. And it was more out of anxiety back then. It was an anxious habit. It was something that I did that just like, I don't know why I started. I don't know how I started, but I did. I started. I do it. And I used to do it on both my thumbs. You got it down to one. I got it down to just my left thumb. But my right thumb will always have just like a little bit of a line going down the middle of it. Yeah. Just a little bit of a line going down the middle of it, like a bunch of parallel lines that are left over from when I used to pick that nail. So my thumbnails are perpetually just fucked up. Hmm. Simple as that. I also play with my facial hair a lot. Eyebrows, eyelashes. I'm nice to do that with your eyebrows. Mustache as it has been slowly growing in. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it is something that I mostly do in a in my head when I think about doing it when I think about when I'm doing it I'm thinking of just like well I don't want loose hairs falling into my eyes 
which is probably not going to happen. But I've had it happen in the past, and it's just like, nope, I don't like eyelashes in my eyes. Time to pull on my eyelashes. Boop, 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 boop. It's just a thing that it doesn't maybe even calm me down. Or well, it can anything. also come because stimming can also be because of boredom or stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know, like for me, if mm-hmm. I'm overstressed or anxious, I do stuff. Um, for example, when I <laughs> when I play Overwatch <laughs> and I'm in a comp or any game that's really really high octane intensity, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I do a little verbal stim. I go. And it just releases a little bit of my stress nice. and my muscles and my face kind of relax a little bit afterwards. And mm. I don't know why I started doing it. Um, I definitely pick the shit out of my fingers, like not mm. just chew my nails, but like my skin. It's almost like an OCD thing. I feel like if it's rough at all, I have to pick away the rough, but then that creates more rough edges. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> makes, makes way too much sense. Um yeah, I, I I know many people who bite their nails. Absolutely. Bite cuticles. Yeah, the cuticles. Uh, hang nails, anything like that. Anything on the end of your fingers where there's a lot of, you know, tactile sensation. Yeah. And this kind of falls in line also with other aspects of that level of stimming where maybe there's a material that you like to touch or a fidget spinner. Mm. Some sort of fidget spinner or fidget cube device, whatever desk toy you happen to have in front of you that makes a little clicky sound or does a little motion, a repetitive motion. Usually for, you know, the leg bouncers, it's things like that where they don't even realize they're doing it until somebody goes, hey, is the ground shaking? <laughs> That's true. I've had that happen a lot around me. <laughs> My partner uh, shakes his leg, and sometimes the room will shake. What is that? Oh, 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 right. Uh That's your leg. Oh, happens to me all the time. Yeah, twirling your hair around your finger, cracking your knuckles, drumming your fingers, tapping your pencil. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's interesting because it's only something I think feel like recently that people have been talking about. Because everyone does some kind of stimming. Yes. It's It's self soothing most of the time. But it's just more prominent when it's with autistic people, I guess. Well, it's more drawn attention to is what it comes down to. Yeah. It's also more intense, like rocking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, with, with you know, neurotypical people in general, there is a degree of just like, oh, that's just a thing I do. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a bad habit biting my nails. Oh, yeah. It's a bad habit. And that's always what it comes down to is like, oh, it's a habit. Yeah. I could break myself of that. I could break myself of yeah. you know, smoking or drinking or blah, 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 blah. So and this is interesting. So for me, I really wanted to break the habit of biting my nails because it has actually chipped away at one of my t- teeth. Ooh. And I can't um, stop. I've tried to replace it. With I, I've tried well first I try to do like nasty tasting stuff that you yeah. ointment you know yeah, of course and then um, I have ADHD so I forget things and so it would just like I would forget that that ointment existed and I wouldn't put it on anymore and I'd yeah. go back to buy my nails or I would paint my nails and then you just get nail polish in your mouth mm. then I was like okay you have to replace your habit with something else that is equally as stimulating mm. so I tried to like get salves. So I'd yeah. put like a lotion on and then like an oil on and just try to keep that up. And every time just have something to put onto my hands. I still to this day though, I bite them. So I yeah. go through like phases where I won't when I try to 
switch it out. But it's just, I don't know, it's comforting. And I actually, my part, I was like, please just like let me know if I start doing it while I'm watching a movie because I become unaware. I yeah. will do it till I bleed. Yeah, absolutely. And it's embarrassing, especially at work when you're bleeding from your hands because you can't keep them out of your teeth. <laughs> um, you know, so trying to be less disgusting and destructive of my fingers. And I actually get super frustrated or annoyed when he lets me know, like, hey, stop, stop, stop biting your nails when watching a movie or something. Because it's like, but it's the only way I can concentrate on this very stressful scene. <laughs> my fingers and my teeth. I, uh, I remember... When I stopped picking my right thumb and I actually successfully got it to heal, it took a long time. Yeah. And I don't even remember all of the different things that I tried yeah. to get me to stop doing it. Because that's the thing. Like, I'm not tasting when I dig into my thumb. I have no aversion tactic other than like, oh, I get a rubber band. If I catch, my, if I catch myself doing it, flick, then yeah. I do a little flicky or something, you know. At one point, I legitimately bought a false thumb from like a magic shop over you to for doing over. sleight of hand stuff. <laughs> yeah, you just wear it over your thumb like a shield, like a friggin' thumb shield. That's funny. And I broke through that thing. I broke through this little thin piece of plastic that I wore over my thumb. I dug through it to the point where it broke, and I just went, okay. Well, that was unexpected. Yeah. Also, my thumb would get really gross because it's in like just a plastic it's shell, like sweating and uh, stinking, yeah. oh, and it would not be like it'd be like you left it in a bathtub ew. and it would just go wrinkly and from sweat and gross and disgusting, ew, ew, ew. super gross, super stinky. Um, and I didn't do that for very long afterwards. Um, but ever since then, like now, I'm starting to get to a point where I recognize it and I try to catch myself doing it. And the only things to really, like, looking into it, the only things for mine in particular is, like, super glue. They literally say, yeah, super glue your, super glue your skin to your cuticle. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that feels great. I put super glue over the uh, cuts that I have on my fingers sometimes just uh, to stop myself from, especially if I'm out and, like, camping. I don't uh -huh. want to get infected. Oh, yeah, sure, when you're camping, I... Yeah. When you're camping, I get that. Because that is also just like a matter of... Health. Health, yeah. Like, you don't want an infection. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know necessarily where to, like, go in some cases. I don't know. Like, and that's just it. It For things like that, there because, are yeah, therapies. Yeah, there are therapies. But if it doesn't hurt you, yeah. you know. I mean, I know... So for something that I've done when I'm at work, I got myself a fidget cube mm -hmm. well it's not really a cube it's like a God, i don't even know how many size sides it has but it has like uh, a squishy button on one side and a pulley thing on another and a bunch of buttons on the other and slidey things and like oh, all yeah. these little things and i just put it in my hand and i fuss with it um to keep me from destroying my digits yeah. another thing that i i recommend for people who have any kind of oral fixation stuff they have a bunch of these uh necklaces that have these spongy not really spongy, but they're really satisfying, uh, biteable texture. Mm -hmm. And they have like different, they have like little rings at the end of the necklace or a little, um, I don't know, like a curly cue or whatever. And you can just chew the hell out of that. 
I've had to do that before. Oh yeah, that's that. I've seen those. They look awesome. Yeah, I think they're called AD, adult ADHD chewy toys. Yeah, they're just like, just like <laughs> here's the thing. Like when I was a kid growing up, yeah, for whatever reason, like I would love just like getting um like a like a washcloth. Just, like, get it wet and just chew on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was my favorite things when I was sick. Mm-hmm. My mom would get the washcloth wet and put ice in it, and I would just chew the mm-hmm. fuck out of that thing. Yeah, and it's just little things like that. I think it's the only reason why I didn't, like, eventually start biting anything was I kind of didn't develop an oral fixation. I just developed more of a sensory, tactile, like, whatever the hell fixation i guess uh so how did you realize you were stimming and it wasn't just a bad habit uh it was a combination of things the number one being that i wasn't recognizing when i was doing it Mm -hmm. for me like a bad habit is something that you kind of i feel like a i feel like a habit is something that maybe you're a little more aware of typically right like it's something that maybe you start And there's a reason you start doing it Mm. that you make a conscious choice of versus something that is just unconscious almost. Like these are just impulses. Mm. These are things that I just kind of like do. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily for a specific reason, but they just, they just do. I can't even explain why or what sensation I get out of them. Cause that's the other thing is, I don't feel comforted. <laughs> like when this, you're doing it. No, this is this is like almost intensifying it mm-hmm. or making it worse. Maybe because you're bored. Maybe Possibly. it's trying to feel something. Because I know with ADHD, which you have been diagnosed oh, with, yeah. you you know you are probably almost constantly in, in a in a lack of stimulation. Yeah. And that is an intense stimulation that you can give yourself automatically. Well, that or I'm dissociating. I'm either incredibly <laughs> uh, deficient in my uh, stimulation or I'm dissociating to the point where stimulation doesn't exist. And I yeah. can't even begin to feel or experience anything because there's just a void. Man, I'm really glad that I have a therapy session coming up tomorrow because I need to talk to her about... I've just been disassociating too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where, like, the days are just going by, and I feel like I haven't been present. And every time I start to get present, my eyes start to unfocus on stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, um, so I, I think I need to talk to my therapist about that. I am glad you're having a session soon, too, then. Yes. Because, yeah, that is something that is, when you start to notice how many times you dissociate, and you just go, oh. I didn't, well, I didn't realize it wasn't, like, a common thing. Like, I know that some people kind of yeah. zone out. Yeah. But when it's more than, like, four hours a day every day, mm-hmm. I think that becomes a problem. Absolutely. But anyway, back to stimming. <laughs> I mean, I maybe that's your form of, like, mm-hmm. another form of stimming in all actuality. Part of dissociating is just, like, removing that sensation. Maybe. Or, it, you know, something along those lines. Uh, it's, it's hard to say sometimes because... Yeah, fidgeting with things, playing with stuff on your desk, pencil twirling. Yeah. 
uh, with ticks. Yeah. So this is something that's interesting that screwed over a whole generation of people. Oh, um, yes. The psychiatrists of the world decided to put a bunch of people on medicine that were going to give them lifelong ticks, especially mm-hmm. facial ticks, which mm-hmm. my partner has now. So he'll blink rapidly sometimes. Or he'll do something where, like, his his muscles on one side of his face will bunch up without him even knowing that he's doing it while he's focusing on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of the medicine that he was on. He was on such a high dose for so many years. And yeah. I know a lot of us have a little something. The gift that keeps on giving from medicines. Yep, because nothing's better than just throwing drugs at kids. Yeah, it's rough. I know it's a hard balance, but I really think that they need to do, they need to let people know more. Mm-hmm. about what the side effects are for some of this shit. You know, they won't let yeah. you know, like, oh, this person's going to gain 200 pounds if they're on this medicine, or they're going to have facial tics for the rest of their life, if, yeah. you know. So. It's it's scary. It It's genuinely kind of worrisome at times uh, when you really think about... <sighs> yeah, there's just a lot of trial and error. just yeah. kind of happens. That's the frustrating thing with mental health, I think, mm-hmm. is the trial and error that you f- start to feel like a social experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about, uh, speaking of socially acceptable, mm-hmm. um, some people will try to suppress or negate when they are trying to stim or True. try to hide what it is that, you know, gets them through the day. Yeah. And it's hard not to feel targeted at times when you're just trying, you're just, you're just vibing. You know, it was really cute. I hung out recently with some friends for dinner and the guys were at one point where it was at the end of the dinner and mm-hmm. I think you were there. The yeah. guys were standing off talking and the girls were sitting and talk, standing and talking and we're all neurodivergent. Yes. And the girls, I started realizing um, we were all kind of like physically, I don't want to say it was stimming, but maybe, it, but we're like, you're swaying. Like one of my friends was like, she would switch her dress every couple seconds. She would swish her dress. And we were like talking. And my other friend was kind of rocking back and forth. I realized I was kind of rocking back and forth with my hands in my pockets. And we're just like having this great conversation and really enjoying each other's company. We're all just physically like moving. <laughs> if you looked at us, we're like all rocking and stimming as we're all, you know. <laughs> He's like the Zaro, little colorful kids hanging yes. out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, every now that was and really then really cute. You, d- you get into those standing conversations with friends, and all of a sudden, one of you is just dancing. Yeah, I and... think that's the thing to think about. Like, if you're comfortable enough, or mm-hmm. your friend's comfortable enough to stim with you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just time to go and just have a fun time. Like, yeah. whatever it is that's getting you through the days, like just enjoy it. Like. So long as you're not hurting yourself or others, like, especially, because, like, yeah, it it can be, it can get to a point, especially with things like hair, like, there are people who, it becomes a medical condition when you start pulling your hair out. Yeah. And that is, that is an extreme at that point. That is now detrimental to your health i knew a gal who used to do that mm-hmm. oh yeah same poor thing yeah it's 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 awful you yeah. you really want to help them and support them but it, when it's a compulsion yeah it's so hard to to fight off but for the most part if you can control your uncontrollable nature yeah for it's kind of it's kind of hard to really put into terms it's just 
do the best you can with what you got where you are. I know I say it a lot, but that's really what it boils down to. And it's fun just to become aware of the things that you do and why you do them. Yes. So. A hundred percent. Yes. You know, if you notice you're doing them more certain times, just sitting with it and be like, why am I, why am I doing this so much right now? Yeah. And it, is it destructive? Mm -hmm. But anyway. It is you. just being aware in yourself. Yes. yes. Self-awareness. Yay. But thank you for listening. Uh, we, uh, we are probably going to take uh, maybe a week. Because it is the holidays after yes. this episode. Potentially. Potentially. Or a bunch of crazy. Since Christmas is on a Saturday. Yes, it is on a Saturday. Uh, and you're going to be out of town. Yes. Until yes. time. So, yes. We will We will not abandon, though. We will return. We will it return. It will be great. It will be amazing. We hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. Best of luck. Yes. And as always... Don't, Don't tell, tell us, us to just, just get over it. it.